All right. We are back in our humble, humble, is it how you say humble abode? Yep. Humble abode where we have a service again. All right. Happy, hope everybody had a happy, happy Easter. I ate way too much uh, last week, but now it's time to get back to business. All right. The world systems. This this particular message is is, is based on the Book of Ephesians. You know, Apostle Paul is just going forth and he's telling us there are principalities that or rulers who are above us in this land, in this in this realm, this earthly realm, who are who have set in place certain systems to push us away from. That's what the, that's what we're dealing with on a, on a day-to-day basis, especially here today, especially if you're somebody of color, uh, or you know if you're claiming to have be a person of color and you're feeling oppressed or you know being somebody's being biased towards you for the color, the tone of your skin. Ephesians. So it's Ephesians 4 and 22. Okay. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now it's not real easy, it's not hard to figure out what high places is at. Yep. Really easy to figure that out. They you know, we the most we the biggest, baddest government in the land. As jacked up as we is right now. Don't nobody want no part of it. They definitely don't want to go to war with America. Those are high places that the Bible speaks about. The principalities. See, if you go, I don't know if it's right across the street from where we are now, but you have the municipal principal, principalities. Those people who keep the law and order on the lower levels. Those positions uh, were, you know, are in control by the devil. I know folks don't want to believe that. Yeah, the devil ain't in everything. No, the devil has systems in place. He don't have to be there in, in person, but he has a system in place to oppress you, to make you turn your faith away from God and turn your faith into stuff in yourself. That's why the universal gospel right now is so prevalent. People are just, you know, the universal and the virus, not the viruses, but the zodiac signs and, and all that stuff. You see, that puts, that puts pressure on the universe and not trusting God. People don't want to. People don't want to trust God. They want to. They, they like to try. Well, I tried. You don't try God. You trust me. It's a difference. That's the problem with what's going on today. But those can you pronounce the word municipal principalities? They're controlling the areas that we have where we live in our townships and stuff like that. The world systems are designed to designed by the hierarchy of fallen angels. We call them demons today. The devil is the, prince, is the prince of the airways on this earth. He owns the media and there is nothing we can do about it. TV, radio, internet, you name it, with some type of entertainment, the devil is in it. That is how he broadcasts himself. His agenda, his system around the world. If the devil cannot come to you in full form, you will run away really, really, really fast. <laughs> Why? Because it would be something foreign. See, the devil already knows he can't just snatch your faith away from you. He has to finesse you. So he comes into come, he takes the form of a man or a woman, you know, give you eye candy, all that type of stuff, 
give you, trying to show you what you think you might want or what you think you might like. And your flesh, who's the first responder, he go for it. He goes for it or she goes for it. That's why Krispy Kremes is so prevalent right now. Everybody want a Krispy Kreme donut, but the part they don't tell you is that stuff will give you sugar diabetes if you keep eating it. Because the flesh wants it, because it tastes good. But everything that's good, that's good, that tastes good to you, ain't good for you. That's the part you don't, you know, he don't want you to know that. You know, and just, just to go to the center, there's a reason why they're not telling people to eat right with COVID-19. Ain't, I ain't heard not one person tell you to go eat a salad. So they get that shot. All right, leave it alone. Um, he owns the media and there's nothing we can do about it. When you say that's not fair, you speak correctly. It's not meant to be fair. That would defeat the purpose. He has no. He is not going to fight fair. Fair? He going against God Almighty. That ain't fair. He going to lose. He know he going to lose. But while he's waiting to be sent to where he's supposed to be for all eternity, he's wreaking havoc to drive as many many souls as he can to hell with him. That's why the church is rising today. That's why you see so many churches in this building today. The ones that are written out of other spaces preaching the gospel. I hope they preach the gospel. Lord have mercy. Preaching the gospel because they're trying to, or they're doing what God has called them to do, to train and teach people. Don't trust just what you see. Don't just trust about what you get. You better know without a shadow of a doubt. Because there's a lot of people being tricked into thinking that what they're doing is right. Or what the route that they're taking is right. Fact check. Fact check me. I am not I'm, I am not opposed to it. My past people, church I came from, tell you all the time, don't you just take my word for it. You better open up your Bible and find out for yourself. Amen. Because at the end of the day, it's still going to be on you if you didn't make it in. And yeah, I'm going to heaven. I ain't going to heaven. I ain't got time for that. Hot. Black people don't do heat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that don't even make no sense. We like to travel to warm places, but we ain't trying to stay there. Amen. That's why the whole going back to Africa don't work, bro. Please. You know how hot it is over there? I'm right here. I don't like snow, but I deal with it for a season. <laughs> they create desperation to bait you into unthinkable situations because they know everyone wants to save his own behind when the smoke clears. You see, that's, that's the difference between the world and the Bible. The Bible is going to tell you to esteem your brothers or your sisters higher than you yourself. The world is going to tell you, Man, you better save yourself, brother. Don't, don't you get you get some you get a good plug man, to yourself, man. Don't pass it to nobody, man. Why they do that? Because the flesh is the first response. See, we're not called to be responsible of the flesh, we're called to be responsible of the spirit. Amen. That's why the Bible clearly and always tells you, walk in the spirit. What is walking in the spirit? The nine fruits of the fruits of the spirit. Galatians five and twenty two. Look it up for yourself. Fruits of the spirit. All right. These agents of the devil are not the enemy. They are the TSA agents in life to give you difficulty so you don't trust in Jesus. You know what I mean when I say TSA because some of them is just rough. I watched the TSA agent pat my wife down. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't, I don't even know what, it, what the reason was why they did it. But I, whatever, whatever, whatever it was. What was, it, was it lotion? Yeah, some lotion. Come on. Really, but you see, you know, I, I understand, you know, high alert and terrorism. I get that, I get that. But come on, 
really. But it, you know, but that's what that's how the devil presents it. He has people in place to not just oppress you, but you so doubt in you. That's why I keep telling I even tell my, my own children, I said, Don't you take nobody's off word. We better check that. I, I love you, I feed you, I clothe you, I ain't lying to you. And I still want them to check. What I'm, is what I'm saying true? Because one day I won't be around or I won't be as close to them. And they'll be adults of their own. They have to understand. You have to be able to stand on your own two feet. Amen. My father taught me that growing up and I, I couldn't stand it growing up. But when I became a man, when I became a father, I understood what he was trying to do. Because nobody, you can't just come tell me nothing and then just make me believe it. That's why I couldn't do games. I asked him many questions. Why are we doing this? What, how much money he owe us? Oh, brother, we can take a payment plan. We ain't got to do that. See, that's, it's stuff like that. Because they don't want you thinking. They want you just to react. I can't just react emotionally. Number one, men don't do well with that anyway. Women are better at it all day long. They're created better that way. Men are not. We logical think at least you're supposed to be. I say that with you know, reluctancy because now you see so many old <sighs> sissy-fied dudes. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm not necessarily blaming them, but it's like they don't even, they just accept it. They don't even question what they should, should not be. You, know, they, like, you see other people who look just like you, but you act like the other. Okay. All right. It's a trap by design. That's why we don't double down and disrespect those who disrespect us. See, the Sunday school lesson today was, was about putting on the armor of God. Part of the armor of God Protecting yourself. It don't make sense for you to for you to bless somebody who's talking about you. It don't make no earthly sense, but it makes God sense. Amen. It makes God sense because God wants He doesn't not only does He want your soul to be eternally saved, He also wants their soul eternally saved. See, that's the misconception that people that they, a lot of Christians get wrong. They think people can't be saved because you know of how the, what they're in the midst of. That's a lie. That's a bold faced lie. Think about what you was just saying two weeks ago. You was in some hot water. Lord, if you get me out of this, I promise I'll never do it again. Everybody, everybody didn't pray that prayer. They have. Why? Because you need some help. And the people that's oppressing you need the same help that you need to, that you got. That's why we bless those who persecute us. Matthew 5 and 44. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. I don't know how long exactly how long ago it was, but there was a situation where uh, a young man killed um, a brother, and he got caught, and he's in the courtroom, and I might have said this before, and the, the other brother decided, to, he said, I'm going to forgive you. He forgave him publicly. He gave the guy a hug. They crucified him on social media because they deemed that as just disrespect. How can you just forgive him? See, that young man already knew. I don't even possess the strength to forgive him if Christ doesn't give it to him. Christ gave him the strength to forgive because also he needed the same forgiveness for his same sins. But we so quick to judge. No, no, no. I can't do that. You know, you know that's just how I just that's how I feel. Yeah, your feelings gonna get you sent to hell, and it's gonna be your own fault. But it'll get somewhere and calm down. That's why I tell people, take a nap when you feel like that. You might feel differently when you wake up. You might not be so, you know, uptight. You might not be so, you know, wound up. I just want to hurt. And if you do feel like that, go back to sleep. 
or start talking to somebody, get it off your chest. Because you don't, so often, that's why, that's why our world is jacked up now. We make emotional decisions when we feel some type of way. Don't stop, first off, stop feeling some type of way first. Let's get that straight. Get yourself together. Get your bearings, get solid. Talk to somebody, get some wise counsel, which the Bible tells all Christians to do. With understanding, get more understanding. Don't make a decision right now. You might not feel like that next week. You might not. You might feel so much better. You know what? It wasn't even that bad. It wasn't. Because I've done it. I, you know what, bro? I was tripping. You know, it was, I was having a rough day. The bill was late. You know, man, gas, ran out of gas. You know, all type of stuff feeds into that stuff. You see, that's a system that is working against you. And of course it's going to work against you. The devil ran the joint down here. At least until he ran the joint until Christ came. And he gave us the power to be able to withstand in a day of temptation now. Right? Okay. I talked, I'm taking talking on this briefly. We can dig into it a little later. But I just want to, this is the systems that I'm talking This is one of the systems that they use. They use racism. The reason why racism is stupid because there's only one race. Only one human race. Go back and you do your due diligence with the science and all that. You can see we came from about two people. Right? So, you know, the, the, the black man is God. The black man ain't God. The black man can't get himself out of jail. That's the first thing I would do if I was God. Out of here. <laughs> Fly away. <laughs> Number two, white man is not God. How's a white man not God? Because the white man got more just, just as much issues we got. We all have issues. We all under the same curse that Adam came, came from, from the first Adam. Amen. Nobody gets a pass on that. Amen. Hispanic man, the Asian man, all this nonsense about racism is a bunch of trash, man. Like first and foremost, you're supposed to be exhibiting the second commandment. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Because ain't nobody trying to hurt themselves. But that's a system of the own too. I ain't going to get into that. The mental health. Racism. These two right here has Negroes all in their feelings. And I mean just what I said. And that's just where they want you. They don't want you thinking about how to make changes logically. Because otherwise, their very jobs would be in jeopardy. See, politicians have to rile people up. Get people in their feelings. Because they don't want you thinking how to economically fix the situation that's in your neighborhood. I, I, I preach this. I, I swear I do. To tell fathers, if you want to know, we want you, you want a, a safer neighborhood, you need to get together with the men in your neighborhood and police your neighborhood. Yeah. Police told my mother and my father years ago that if you, you don't want us to, uh, to raise your children, don't have them out there. I won't raise them if you do. My mom took that to heart. So she added some extra whoopings in there for me. <laughs> whoopings saved my life because I, you know, I respect my elders. You know, I stay in my lane. I don't let you wrong me you know, uh, unlawfully, you know, but I don't cause commotion. It's called a civilized citizen, which we all supposed to be, you know, but we all such an eruptus, you know, well, I got rights, I got rights. You know, people, people in America don't even understand how blessed we are. You go anywhere else, they smack you in your mouth when you say you got rights. Take your rights from you. You know, we come in, we abuse stuff, we think we're entitled to the entitlement. That's another system. I think I, I deserve this because, because what? Because what? You got the same breath in your body I have. What makes you better than me? What makes me better than you? Nothing. The best way to change something is from the inside out. If people want 
if people who really want to change the system that be, that be that ah, if people want to change the system, they logically have to be in the position to change it. See, you need people who are who are living in the community, who are attending and participating in the community, who see things going on. Because somebody living in a penthouse upstate don't know what's going on where you where you at. Why would he care? He's in the penthouse. I'm in the big house. Or the White House, whatever you want to call it. He's not dealing with it on a face-to-face uh, um, issue. That's, but that's the system that they use. But you live there. So don't look for somebody up there to fix it. Your neighbor. And when y'all get off at 5 o'clock and get home by 5.30, pick that trash up off the street, man. Why are you waiting for it? Oh, he got to do something. No. don't you? They find you if you don't shovel your snow. Why wouldn't you police your own neighborhood? I don't want to see children being shot in the street. I don't want to see mothers losing their sons before their 18th birthday because their father's not around. There's no, there's, there's no, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? My goodness, tongue type of thing. <laughs> there's no accountability. Nobody, they, they told you, you try to put everything off on one person and want him to dictate everything. See, that's what got the Israelites in trouble way back in the, in the Old Testament time. God never intended them for them to have a king. Yep. He never intended it. He won. He was their king, but yeah. they were so gung ho on having a male, a, fig, a male figure, or you know somebody of a royal status because everybody else was doing it, and he got they got what they wanted, and it was the worst thing that ever could have happened to him instead of being led by God. Because God is not a man that he should lie. He's not. He's honest all the time. He don't know how to be anything else other than that. And we're doing we're committing the same uh, same thing here today. We want a president. We want a man. We want a governor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can pick up my own trash, man. I don't need the garbage man to do that. Yes, he's taken to a facility, but the ones the trash are sitting on my on my lawn, I can pick it up myself. But entitled people don't believe that. So I pay you for it. Oh, okay. Chump. <laughs> but they hit you with the temptation, money, prestige, and power. They appeal to our fleshy nature and get us to drink Kool-Aid. See, they start with the racism so for the lower folks. You know, everybody's gathering together right now. You know, you, I got my rights, civil rights. Oh, yeah, okay, I get that, whatever. But really, don't we all use the same green money? I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what color you can, as long as you ain't a purple people either. If you handed me some green paper in my hand, I'm taking Why am I taking why, why, what, what, what's the difference between that money now? Because it came from a white man, or a Mexican man, or an Asian man. Nothing. You can agree on that, but you can't agree to get along with one another? No. It's a system. It's a system that divides you. Oppression. This, 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 one, this one is rough. Prison system. The prison system is designed by the test scores of our young black boys and sent to the third grade. It's another type of. If they take the jobs away, a man cannot provide for his family legally. And, to him, if, and for him to acquire the education, that will put him in the position to obtain a career. is too costly. He is left with two options. Keep trying or push some type of illegal hustle. I'm not going to say it was drug because everybody don't push drugs, but everybody don't do illegal, illegal jobs neither. They are banking on the latter. Why? Because the system runs based off how much trouble they can catch you in, so you turn work for them. You in turn work for them but little of nothing. That's the oppression we deal with today. That's why so many blacks are in jail right now. 
They know if you have opportunity to make a dollar, an honest dollar, you don't need to hustle that way. You don't. Why would you? Why would you? There's no need to do that. Why, why would I dangle her over, over a cliff when I can walk on solid ground? But then they take that away. See, the system that the devil has put in place is called oppression. That's what's happening. He already, and then guess what he takes that to? He takes that to the poor neighborhood. If, a, let's say, a Ford or a GM you know, type of company comes in here and they take their business somewhere else to Mexico and now there's no jobs and all of a sudden the government starts filtering in crack cocaine, who's who going to sell it? You need, a, you need equal opportunities. This kid's home. He ain't thinking about that. He ain't thinking about jail. But they are. They bait you. And this is what I keep saying. I keep having these conversations. I said, man, brother, just think. Think for a second. I would much rather you pick, you pack up and move away to some to a land that's more promising than for you to stay here and do do that. They trying to set you up for because if they get you out the house, it got your family. That's why I keep telling we're not wrestling with people. It's not people that we're fighting against. It's a system of oppression. It's a system of racism. This is it's a principality that is not that you don't have no influence over, that is getting you. But yet, still, you fight with the same dude who looks just like you. Y'all fight because y'all hungry. Jesus. You want to pay, who don't want to pay that light bill? I don't want no red notices. But they do that on purpose. For a reason. That's what you never hear politicians talking about. They always talk about, well, we're going to do this and do that, and they get in there and do the complete opposite. Because they know you ain't going to stop. Why would you? That's the oppression we deal with today. They chain us educationally and financially. The system the devil has come up with is not for anyone who side with Christ, but it's intended to put spots and blemishes on you. See, even, even if you do do these things, Christ will still accept you and forgive you if you would only confess it. They do this to put spots and blemishes on for you to feel like you are not worthy for his forgiveness. Jesus. You're not worthy for his love. But you are because he says you are if you would only confess it. Ephesians 4, uh, verse 14. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. This is us in a nutshell. We are children being tossed back and forth because the reason why you're being tossed back and forth is because the foundation that you were given, you throw away as soon as you walk outside the house. Everything that your family taught you, everything that your parents taught you, you get to college and like, oh, I'm just, I'm so woke, bro. All that dumb stuff. Really? I'm pretty sure two plus two still equals four. You know, so why you get to college and all of a sudden it's, it's, it's eight or something. Nine, you know, it's just a bunch of nonsense. Why? Because they dangling stuff in front of you, in front of your flesh. Stuff that your parents kept away from you. The stuff that the preachers and the, and the ministers and evangelists and all those people kept from you, they told you about devil dangled all that stuff in front of your face. And you got tired. You get weary. You get weary. Why do you get weary? Because you stop praying. You stop reading. You definitely stop fasting. You eat in college. I know that for a fact. You stop doing the things that got you to where you were at growing up in your adolescent years. And when you get up to it, you get around, away from that foundation, you can't stand on your own. You've never stood on your own. And now the very foundation that you have I think I believe in that black man is God. 
Why? Because you've been influenced by something. You didn't take your own faith seriously. That's why I, I, have, I have these conversations with these guys all the time. And I always bring it back to them. I said, my brother, you, you got all these women and all these kids. You can't protect them like that, though. But I'm a king, though. Kings take care of their households. Amen. Kings take care of their kingdoms. I don't want to hear that mess. My Bible tells me a man who doesn't provide for his family is worse than a sinner. I don't, even know what's, I don't even know what's worse than a sinner, but that's what you are. When you don't take care of them. And when we get pushed away from, from Christ, when we step away from our foundational families, we go off to college and whatnot, this is what happens. And even, even, even so with the ones that are living here. They get pushed away because they pain, they not listening. They stop praying. They stop believing. But that's all I'm saying. Don't stop believing. He was on to something. He's for real. If you, if you don't believe in it, you're not going to take root in it. You're just not. I don't care how strong you think you are. And carried away, cared about with every wind of doctrine. Exactly. Everything somebody say is true. Did you fact check it? I can right now, I can take my Bible into a library and fact check the crucifixion. The crucifixion. It happened. Physically. The Romans put nails in people's hands and tied them to a post until they suffocated and died. I can prove that. I can go prove other things in my Bible that happened. Can you prove whatever doctrine, whatever influence that you are, you are so-called going by is true? 99% of the time, no, they can't. They don't even know how to defend what they say they believe. I can defend mine, and I stand on it, because it's been standing for over 2,000 years. How long has yours been? The systems are designed to attack your foundation, especially if you haven't sown into it, and break up that fallow ground, as the Bible says, and sift you like me, and scatter you all across. By the slate of men, because men do it, they teach the bad doctrine and cunning craftiness, which means they are they are they slick talk. They, they devise wicked stuff, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. See, this is why he's a free tip. He's a free tip. For real. Forgive me. Free. Men will wait on a woman to get her stuff. Oh, I'm saving myself. Okay, I'll yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hear you, but he gonna keep throwing them seeds at you until you, until you, until you, some bite. He ain't gonna stop. That's why I can't stand. Oh, you, you gotta chase them jive turkeys out, out away from you because they won't stop. They because they plant seeds in women so that they can come back and collect on their fruit later on. When she's tired, when she's vulnerable, when she's not being protected, they do this on purpose. I've been telling women that since I was in high school. I said he playing for a reason. That's why he knows that. He knows he can get you. You just don't know he can get you. But when it happens, it'll be too late. That was a free tip. All right. All, right. All these things, we, I'm, just, I'm, I'm speaking on, but I'm touching on them lightly. We're going deaf more. Biblical marriage and family. This system, this system that God has ordained is being attacked more so than ever. They don't want to see this happen. Anybody's family. Why? Because if you take the strong man out of a home, he is, he is a strong, I'm a strong man in my home. I'm called to protect them, lead them, provide for them, be the priest of their home. If you remove me out of the home, they're vulnerable. They're like sheep being led to the slaughter. And the devil knows that. Because that is the design that God has created for his people. That a man be in front in charge, um, with his woman on his side, and the children at the end. 
that's the tale. But he knows if there is nobody protecting those that are behind him, he's got. Them. Ephesians 5, 25 through 33. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. If he ain't ready to die for you, he ain't the one. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, that every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. Reverence means to respect. All men require respect. A man will do but drive yourself crazy if a woman is respecting him the right way. He will overwork himself like a uh, 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 a working mute. But you don't hear this being preached. Yeah, man, nobody, talk, nobody want to talk about that. That don't, that don't bring in the money. It don't. He can't preach that husband, husband love your wife. He's been, he been divorced three times. He can't tell you that. He can't. Even as Christ also loved the church, Christ died for the church. Is your husband willing to do that for you? I'm ready to go for mine. I'd rather not. But if I have to, but we don't get that. That you might sanctify and cleanse, set aside, keep pure with the washing of the water of the word. We all need to be washed by the word. How did, that's how your makeup come. That's how you, you've been cleansed from, in, from, from your inside out. It gets in your heart. And then it filters out to everything else. You stop dressing a certain type of way because the word is in there. You stop talking a certain way because the word is in there. You stop thinking a certain way because the word is in there. That's what we call to do. I put this passage here because I want it to be inexplicably clear about what a husband should be doing all he can naturally and supernaturally to be a man. To be. A man is to be loved to be loved to a man is to be lover of his wife as if he is ready to die for her. I know I, I have these conversations with these guys all the time because now uh been married longer than some of them ever probably ever been. <laughs> um, and they just don't get it. Um, they think dual income is, is what God called men to be. No, he didn't. You, you, you didn't read the part where God was handing out the curses. He didn't say nothing about women working. He said they conception would be multiplied in sorrow. Which means having babies is going to hurt. Because they got to raise them babies while you at work or farming, whatever he's doing. You got to go work from the sweat from your brow. So if she don't work, bro, that's your problem. That's something y'all worked out. If you wanted to work, you should have discussed that. But preachers can't preach that. They can't because if you get if one, if the mother is staying home taking care of the, the children while the father's being a provider, giving the young boy something to look at as a man and the daughter to see an example as a husband, then there's there, there's there won't be a gap. There won't be a gap. See, God covered everything that we needed to be covered. But the systems that are in place remove that. That's why they incarcerate the men. That's why they, they, for small charges, they get 20 years for that. 20 years, a child is growing on, on off the college by then. 
You've missed it. The first five years of your of a child's life is precious because they walking like you, they talking like you. We teach them English, Spanish, any other language. They learn by mimicking us. But if you remove that and you put something else in place, like a perversion, which is what they're doing now, look what you got. I was born this way. No, you wasn't. You was taught that between the ages one to five. You just didn't know it. And your mom didn't know it because she had to work two or three jobs to feed you because the father was in jail. Jesus. So whatever you saw, you mimicked. So you saw your grandma getting dressed in the morning, Sunday morning, putting on makeup on. But you was a little boy. You didn't see a male figure. So you don't know how to, how to be a little boy or how to be a man or be a male. I was born this way. No, you wasn't. But you saw that. And you conformed to it. And that's what the devil did. He, he know what he's doing. He's been doing it for a long time. He's setting us up for disaster. Now, LGBT got what? What, rights? They can get married. They got, number one, they could always get married. It just wasn't recognized. People still don't. And this is the part that really, really drives me crazy. I'm going to say this into the camera. Just because you change the law don't mean you can make my heart change. No man or woman has the power to make a man do that. You can't just, no, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, not sorry. You, it's just like you can't make, no, make a person uh, 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 love a murder. We ain't glorifying that. Why would we glorify that? You can't change nobody's heart. The Bible's only one, only God can change the man's heart. He has the king's heart in his hand. Amen. So what makes you think that you can change another person's heart? You can't. I'm not going to back off on my position on what I believe. You're not going to back off on what you believe. Okay. We're in a stalemate then. This is where we're at now. The system is pushing you. Let that Christian stuff go. I ain't letting nothing go. Are you kidding me? And go back to what? To what you're doing? We ain't even got to talk about the LGBT. Let's just talk about just life in general. Some of y'all are crazy. Hurtful. God, you flicked me off the other day because I went around them. And I used my signal. And I went around him. And he was upset. I still don't understand what he was upset about. Why would I go back to that type of nonsense? Makes no sense. I mean, he isn't quitting when he gets tired. He takes a nap and gets back at it. You see, that, and that, that is why it's under attack with the world system. They know that families are significantly better with a man leading his home. Why? He takes the stress off everybody else because he's the leader. See, everybody want to be in charge. Everybody don't want to lead. It is. It's the truth. Everybody want to get top pay. But everybody don't want to do top pay work. Amen. That's why, I, I, you know, you know, all, and I'm, this is no, I guess I should say no offense. I don't mean, I don't mean it that way, but Father's Day is for fathers. It's not for mothers. I understand your father's nowhere around and your mom had to be a mother slash father, but that's, no. Father's Day is for father. Mother's Day is for mother. It's a reason why they're separate. It's different functions. If your daddy was a chump, your daddy's just a chump on Father's Day. That's just what it is. He don't try to throw your mom on your own. Your mama on father. No, she wasn't. She did the best she could with what she knew how. Amen. And if she's really, really smart, which most of them are, they've got you around a man so that you can see what a man's supposed to look like. How he's supposed to act and conduct himself. Why? Because they understood he's a boy. He need to be acting like a boy. He takes the stress off everybody because he's the leader. His shoulders are broad enough to bear the weight. He 
He's not thinking about how you feel about him as long as his wife respects him and speaks life into him. Him, he doesn't care what you think. A man like myself and some of the men that I hang around, we ain't thinking about nobody else's opinion. As long as she good, he good, and she good, <laughs> I don't really care what you think about, bro. They ain't got enough to say. Why would I? Why would I care? It's your opinion. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It's not a fact. It's not. I love that statement. Facts don't. Facts don't mean hurt. Don't care about feelings. They don't. It's the truth. You need absolute truth. If if absolute truth didn't exist, we would be floating off the space right now. You need gravity. And you need oxygen. And thank God for both of them. It's the truth. You can do a Google search and it will tell you a child with both parents in the home has a better chance of success than a single parent at home. Now, I applaud the single parents. That's the hardest thing I've ever seen in my life. My wife goes way too long. Uh, uh, the boy, he loses. He only get a name no more. The boy. And, and the girl. Uh, what they what they supposed to do? <laughs> We do good for a couple hours, but <laughs> we like, when you coming home? You know, so I, I, I salute the single mothers and the single fathers for doing what they have to do. And I know, I know on both sides, men and women, but it was never meant to be that way. It, it wasn't. It took two of y'all to make them. Why would it only take one of y'all to take care of them? That don't make sense. That math don't add up. If you find a way to overwhelm the strong man in the home, Woman and children are left open and unprotected. That system. That's a system. That's why the gangsters and you know the thugs can't read and write. It's frowned upon. Man, bro, you 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 like them other dudes. Why? Because I got all my teeth and I know, you know, in my ABCs and my one, two, threes. No, seriously. Can't, have you ever, ever had a conversation with some of them guys? They can't talk. They can rap their tail off. They are lyrically talented, most of them. They are. They have a talent. But they have no education. It's frowned upon. Why? Systematic oppression. People want to talk about people putting them down in the workplace. Bruh, they've been putting you down way before that. My mind says, look, my, my, my daddy told me a little bit different. When I walk up in the room, you got to deal with me. Amen. You ain't going to run me out of nowhere. I'm a man. Deal with it. If you're offended, that's your offense. It's not mine. I'm coming to come to work and get paid. That's it. I can feel some other way at home. If I can feel real good at home, I'm thinking about my lazy boy right now. I ain't thinking about you. But see, men who are, who are like that, I started, I, I've been hearing it all. Oh, my God. How much time we got? <laughs> I keep hearing it. You, you know, you, you're just the exception. Why am I the exception? Why am I the exception? Why didn't you pick somebody who wanted to go to work every day? Why didn't you pick somebody who was like, he might, maybe he's not a four-year creature guy. He's a trade school guy, so he went to school for, for some type of trade. He's still educated. He still makes a good living. And he ain't got nearly as much uh, student loan debt. But you wanted to ball him. You wanted somebody who make $150 million, but, bro, you know how much the taxes they're going to take on? They take it half. 
We want stuff that we don't even understand because TV, another system. I don't even watch TV because it's trash. It's terrible. Killing people's brains. Can I watch TV? No, you can't watch TV. Go read a book. Stimulate your mind other than them two eyeballs you got rolling around in your head. Here we go. All right. The systems that attack God's design for families know you must disrupt the God-ordained order of families to destroy them. Sowing discontentment, greed, poverty, and ungratefulness in each of these parties in the family will self-destruct itself in no time. It's a trap. And they know therapy won't fix it because it's spiritual. So you can't medicate it, smoke it, drink it, sex it away. You need Christ to take it away. They know this. These people, this, this world system have been, who are under the influence of the devil, have been doing this for years. This is nothing new. This is nothing. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Amen. All it is, it's just a new day. With a little twist, but it's all the same stuff. Amen. It's got a new face over it, but it's the same, it's the same concept. Get the man out the home. Get the woman by house. Get the woman up into two, two or three jobs. Leave the children unprotected. Here comes Uncle Earl or, or Uncle Jimmy doing stuff. They ain't got no business doing with kids, mm. and they violate it. The cycle starts over over Jesus. It's a reason why they do that. It's a reason. I think they care so expensive. Why would they care be reasonable? <laughs> There's a reason for that. Greed. It's a part of the system. Oh no, no, you know, we you know we gotta we gotta make a living. Bro, you charge a thousand dollars per kid. Per week. I think I should just step. I think I'll just stay home and live off the government. That's another system. I don't blame them so much. Some of y'all, they, but see, you, you get my drip. It's a system. It's not just one person. It was it was designed way before you got here. Jesus. First John, chapter two, verses one and two. My little children, these things write I unto you, that you sin not, and if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. See, that right there beats the world system. So even though you made a mistake, see, even though you believed in the system that it was being dealt to, to be to understand that, you know, that being smart was dumb, which is dumb. That makes no sense. That, you know, you know, having a certain amount of money in your bank account made you inferior. That's dumb. Even if you're thinking that mindset, Christ came and died for all of that. Amen. Amen. All of it. Amen. He did differentiate from you or anybody else. He told the rich one, young ruler just to sell his stuff because he got it but not the right way. He would have gotten it back if he would yet trust the uneducated gangster on the corner could get an education and can, he really could be an accountant because the way they count money is crazy. Seriously. They have the skill sets to do things the right way, but they have been systematically oppressed and pushed in certain directions and made, the, made them think that they can't do certain things because they didn't have the information. That's why the Bible says my people perish from the lack of information, the lack of knowledge. They had the knowledge. They did keep it. Somebody stopped teaching it. Somebody stopped telling it. And it trickled down and it affected the next generation. That's why I don't hack in here. 
Because I want you to hear what I'm saying. Because you need the information. You don't need that. That ain't, ain't going to help you. You can't take that home. I, in the name of Jesus. What did you just say? No. Open up the Bible and read it, man. Get some understanding. You're going to need it. Especially if you, you want to have a family. You don't want no dumb man. Come on, man. I ain't saying you got to know everything, but you need to know something. And yet he came for you and for me. Amen. So what's your excuse? I don't get it. I really don't. That's why I put this up to have faith and stay strong. Because this is, you know, because once you, even if you know the system, you got now you try to figure out how, how do I beat the system? The way you beat the system is you go, you got God in prayer. You want that job that you know you qualify for? Go to God in prayer about it. Don't talk about the one that's in that position already. You thank God for it anyway. Keep, you, you do the study. You do what you're supposed to do. You do what you're supposed to do on your part, and you thank God for it. Amen. That's what you do. You want, you want that house? Get your credit score up. Pay your bills on time. Stop buying them purses. Stop buying them shoes. Matter of fact, I say you take a season. You don't buy nothing that you don't need. Yeah. Then take that money and pay off a bill. And then do it again. And then do it again. And then, see, this is the, God wants to work with us. That's the system that he wants to put in place. I work through man, my church, to preach my gospel across the world. That is the system that we are called to participate in, not the world system. That's why the Bible says we are of the world, but not, we are in the world, but not of the world. We live here, but I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. And that's not me judging you. Just because you want to do it don't mean I have to. I'm called not to even judge the appearance of anything that you're doing in the first place. Because I don't know your motives. Amen. I don't know your heart. Nobody knows your heart. Amen. Nobody. Amen. Only person who knows your heart is God Almighty. That's the only person who knows your heart. Folks be getting like, I see what you do. You don't see nothing. You don't know what I'm doing. I'm serving the Lord. You mind your business. You, matter of fact, if you got somewhere in mind your business, busybody wouldn't be attached to you every time we see you. Matters of other people's business. That's what you are. No, we are called to live for him, to love him, to love our neighbors, to walk out the faith. That's, what, that's how people get saved. People get saved by looking at me. Anybody care about what you're saying? They might think about what I'm saying, but they're watching. You say he a pastor, huh? Hmm. We're going to see. It's the truth. I know. I have conversations with atheists, Hebrew Israelites, all the People of all types of faith all the time. And they just, they flocked to me. I'm like, what is this, Lord? I just want to get some water. <laughs> it happens. But they watch it. Why are they watching? Because we all search it. I found the truth. But more like, he found me. He found me. I believe him. I accept him. I fact checked him. It works. I ain't got time to tell you where I came from eight years ago. Now, almost nine years ago now. That's how God blessed us to who I am now. I never saw this coming. Me preaching? <laughs> Use a lie. <laughs> no, that ain't me, bro. But here I am. Here I am. God knows. Because I began to trust in his system for my life. Let's pray.
Father God, we thank you. We thank you right now, Father God, because you have brought us out of darkness into the marvelous light. You have blessed us more abundantly than we could ever think or ask or speak. Not just with breath in our bodies, but in the function of our limbs, Father. But you've given us a mind to love you. A mind to know you. A mind to think and speak and preach and love one another. Lord God, we thank you for shedding your truth upon us. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ for shedding his blood. Where would we be without the shedding of the blood? Because he was the propitiation, the sacrifice, the perfect sacrifice for us, Lord God. We thank you. And we, we greatly magnify the Lord Jesus' name because he is our Lord and Savior, the love of our souls. In Jesus' name, amen.